0: I'll write it and we'll do it live. Brought to you by Payup. Booze, balls, and bad decisions.
1: With the first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. Booze, balls, bad decisions. We'll do it live.
2: Oh, I forgot to take the thing off every time. Every time. Every Every time time. it's a loop. (laughs) Shayla's already like, what kind of? (laughs) Show did I get myself on here? This guy doesn't know what he's doing. Uh, welcome everybody. It's booze balls and bad decisions. We're brought to you by Pay Up. Tony's not here to tell us what all about Pay Up. Uh, Benny, do you want to give the
0: rundown real quick? Yeah, I'll give us a quick rundown. Tony's in Cancun. That's what he does. He's in vacation. no, he's in the Dominican. Dominican. That's he's right. in, he's Dominican. in the Dominican this week. I can't keep up with all this. I
2: can't. He, I mean, first United pays really well. I'm going to tell you yeah. that right now. Yeah.
0: Uh, so he's in the Dominican. But Pay Up, Pay up is a peer to peer betting app uh, that is in beta testing now. That Hopes to be ready um, for football season. So you want to make a bet with your buddies on the golf course, lay the points in an OU game, whatever you want to do. You log into the app, you put it on, it settles up, sends it directly to your account. Fantastic uh, for all those dead beats that that don't pay. So Stu, excited every time, excited for that. So, uh,
2: so if you if you're watching this via YouTube, you see that we have a third guest. It looks a lot better than AJ normally does. So, <laughs> Benny, I'm going to let you do the introductions and. And and tell us who's on here with us today.
0: Yeah, so uh, Michelle Richborg, uh, former OSU softball player, uh, is actually a head coach at my alma mater uh, now in Allen. So uh, that's kind of how we got hooked up. I was talking to uh, to Caleb Baber, who's a good friend of mine, and Caleb said, "Man, you got to get you got to get her on. She's got some good stories. Played at OSU, and so I mean, what better time to do it than than right in the middle of the World Series? So." um Shayla we're glad to have you on uh thanks for taking the time it's it's gonna be a blast so
1: thanks for having me
2: this is gonna be a lot of fun so Benny I'm gonna let you take over the show for a little bit uh I'll be back my kiddos are calling so you guys have a great interview I'll be back at some point to pop in and tell her why OU is better than OSU multiple times she's already giving me a hard time (laughs) she's already giving me a hard time before we started so I gotta (laughs) I gotta give it to her a little bit so all right you guys have fun and we will see you shortly
0: all right Micheala, thanks. Uh, I can't tell you how much uh, we appreciate it. This is this is gonna be a good time. I've been been looking forward to it. Haven't hadn't really met you in person, but uh, we we've texted some. And like I said, I know a lot of people that you know, and so uh, definitely excited to to have you on. So welcome. Thank you. So first thing we got to talk about, um, booze. What 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 are you drinking? You got anything to drink on this podcast? What do you what do you got in your cup?
1: I got a Dr Pepper for today. That's
0: perfect. <laughs> nothing wrong with the dp <laughs> that's great
1: i'm not a big like drinker i i drink occasionally but you know i'm trying not, to on, do
0: not that. on a random monday night no. yeah <laughs> wait, wait till you get a little older you'll kids start showing up and you'll you'll start you'll start so no worries well again you know thanks we, we appreciate you coming on so um I'm, I'm just gonna dive right in um tell us a little bit about you and kind of tell us a little bit about your background
1: um, I'm from Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Um, I graduated in 2017. We uh, won the slow pitch state championship. Leaving my senior year, went all five years at Oklahoma State. Played there, got me a degree in Leisure Studies and Recreational Management, and a minor in Marketing and a minor in Special Education.
0: Okay, so the special ed deal—I want to talk about that um, later, certainly for sure, but uh, something that's near and dear to my heart as well. So, want um, to want to talk to you about some of those things, but. So how do you go from Broken Bow, Oklahoma to Stillwater?
1: Uh, It's actually a crazy story. So, like, OSU was never, like, in any of the conversations, like when I was talking about playing, I honestly almost went for basketball. Like, that's what I was leaning towards. But my assistant coach messaged or emailed Coach G before the state tournament, and I just so happened to have, like, a good tournament going in. We were playing Newcastle. Or yeah, Newcastle. And I hit a foul ball like two hundred and something yard, uh, feet, and it almost hit him, the head coach. So he turned around and was like, "Oh, okay." I ended up hitting a home run that at bat, and then so he, I guess he sat down and watched. I ended up hitting two home runs that game, and so I guess he came back the second day, and I hit another home run. And then he emailed my coach back and was like, "Hey, bring her up here for a visit." That's so what I'm he talking went about. From there. <laughs>
0: So I actually, I've I've done some reading and, you know, kind of did a little bit of a, you know, backstory on you a little bit. And so if you hear his side of that story, he says he has his back to the field and is not paying attention. And he hears the ping off the bat. And he says, "I, I, I distinctly know that sound. And I distinctly understand that there are only a few people that hit the ball that hard. And he said, and I turned around and almost gets it by a foul ball. So <laughs> yeah. that's, that's his side of the story. So that's, yep. I mean, how cool is that? So what, what schools were looking at you um, outside of OSU? Where, where did you uh, want to
1: go? Oklahoma city was probably my second, second or third. They were offering me to play both softball and basketball. But the thing with playing both is they overlap. So I would have missed like 15 games into softball and it would be hard to juggle all that and so i had a couple of jucos i had usao for softball and basketball had a couple other schools that i really didn't give any interest to once i got interested in osu so
0: sure so so how did you how did how did you pick between softball and basketball i mean obviously those were two things that were pretty important to you so how how did you pick
1: um, probably because of my size. I was at Power Forward in high school and you can get away being a little bit shorter. Um, in college going in being 5'8 against 6'4 girls, it wasn't a good matchup. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I felt like I would have been more successful in softball. So.
0: Awesome. So, I mean, obviously you play division one softball, any division one athlete that I've ever met, you're obviously a player. So when did you, when did you realize kind of growing up that, you know, hey, I, I'm kind of a little bit better than the kids I'm playing with, or, or you know, I'm, I'm noticing I'm the best player on this team. You know, when, when did you think all that kind of started coming towards uh, the front of your mind?
1: So, funny story, I actually played baseball till I was 13. Nice. So, I was juggling back baseball and softball. So, I was playing more baseball until, like, junior high, I guess. And I think going into my freshman year, Starting and playing, and then playing a little bit of more competitive travel ball. I was kind of thinking, like, I can actually hang with these girls that are committed playing at bigger schools. Because right when I first started high school, I only had a couple of small schools that were really looking at me. And then I got on a travel ball team that had a couple of girls committed to Florida State and stuff like that, which we never got to play. We just practiced together. Sure. And I was hanging with them. I was like, I could actually play at that level if I wanted to, in which I didn't have anybody interested. But then when OSU reached out and was like, "Come visit and stuff like that," I was like, "All right."
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. So you did. So you did baseball until you were fourteen. You said you played baseball and softball. How was that?
1: It was. People thought it was going to be hard, but I grew up with five brothers, and my dad, of course, was out in the yard playing baseball. I actually played football for a year as well. So football.
0: But, so tell me about that. <laughs> what, what what position you play in football?
1: I played tight end and defensive end for. Nice. A Cool. so
0: nice that's awesome what about so so you're doing some travel ball stuff you get to high school um you, you you didn't know if you wanted to play college didn't want to know if you want to play basketball softball what you wanted to do um end up at osu and obviously you know had a had a great career there um when you went to osu like as far as recruitment wise did you did you do like the official visit did you kind of go through all that or did you just say hey i'm coming
1: Um, I had an unofficial visit just to get me on campus, and then I had to go to a camp, and then I went to a hitting clinic, and then I did an official visit on my own, which was kind of sucked. I didn't get to go with all the other girls in my class, but since I was so late, I went in like March, I think, for my official visit, so there really wasn't much going on other than softball and stuff, because usually when you go for your official visit, you go in the fall when it's you go to a football game or anything like that so
0: sell you the whole campus do the tour yeah yeah, everything so So.
1: i got a little drive through it wasn't we get we didn't go through everything but yeah but i mean
0: it sounds like you kind of had a pretty good idea that's where you wanted to go so all right so you get to osu so let's 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 talk a little bit about is, is that a culture shock coming from broken bow southeastern McCurtain (laughs) county to 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 stillwater oklahoma how was that
1: um yes and no because it's bigger but it also doesn't feel as big it still has like a small home feeling like you still see a lot of people you know because obviously a bunch of people from down here go up there so every time i turn around it's somebody i went to school with or somebody i played against so and everybody around there is nice like it's not like softball just talks to softball, like all the sports get along, all the coaches get along and stuff like that. So had a real home feeling, had a bunch of friends there. So it wasn't awesome. that big of a shock. The only thing that was a shock was how busy it was and the time management.
0: Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. What's a, What's an average day look like for a, for a D1 softball player?
1: Um in the fall off season we had workouts at 6 a.m. We would run at 6. And then going in as a freshman, you have your gen ed, so you have a lot of the early classes. I had an eight o'clock English class three days a week. Oh my gosh. Like comp
0: one. That's that's so bad. (laughs) That's so bad at eight a.m. Those English professors, they're 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 not human.
1: Yeah, they're they're not very nice. So you'd go to workouts, then we have a training r- or a training table. It's like a cafeteria for athletes. So you had to go there between 7 and 10 is usually when it's open. So I'd go to workouts at 6, breakfast, class, have another class at 9.30 or 10, have another class, have practice from – usually off-season you have an hour practice because there's so many hours you get to do each week, so it just depends if you're in-season or off-season. So we would practice for an hour – individuals which there's only like two or three people so it's more one-on-one work but then you turn around and then you might have another class or you have something to do with like extracurricular activities I was involved in uh in seven so I was an officer for that so I had a lot of that stuff going on and then we have training table for dinner and then we had like tutoring and then we have like study hall hours you had to go in there and study for so many hours And also gave lessons, so it just depends on the day.
0: Wow. So you, I mean, you have no time to do anything else. I mean, that is that (laughs) is it. So what how how was the food at at osu? I mean, that's I mean, so you and I talked about this. You're Choctaw, I'm Choctaw. We we (laughs) like to eat. I mean, that's that's what we do. So how, how was the food at Osu? Uh
1: breakfast was probably my favorite. You had full everything, you had eggs to order, you could have an omelet. They had waffles, pancakes, biscuits, and gravy. Oh yeah,
0: that's that's all yeah. we need. We don't need anything yeah. else. That's good enough oh. right there. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good enough for some Southeast Oklahoma <laughs> kids. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. So, so you get to OSU, uh, you, you get started. Um, what was that like? Was 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 the competition vastly different than what you'd seen at Broken Bow and on some of your travel ball stuff? Or how was how was the practices and competition?
1: Uh, definitely more intense and faster pace definitely pitching wise down here your average is like 51 52 every now and then you'll find somebody that's 60 but walking in and trying to hit off somebody that throws 68 to 70 was definitely an eye-opener
0: yeah you know I mean I was watching a little bit of the world series today I was in and out of work and you know saw the OU game a bit but I mean 74 75 those girls are hitting now I mean that is insane yeah that's did you did you pitch any? I mean, obviously, you probably pitched in high school, but uh, no, did did you ever, didn't didn't think about pitching? That was
1: the one thing I did not pick up on.
0: Yeah, didn't didn't have any desire to do it.
1: No, I, I took lessons for like two months, and I was like, you know what? I'd rather be on the other side of that. And I started catching. So
0: there you go. Okay. So so you get to OSU. They they recruited you to play outfield, right?
1: First base. First base, moved.
0: and then moved to the outfield. Okay. So talk a little bit about that. How was how was that transition? infield to outfield at that level was it was it difficult for you
1: well going in i've only played like shortstop and third base and then they sure. moved to first base so a lot of people don't understand like that's a different like side of things like being on the sure. left side for so long and then moving to the right side um it was definitely a little bit to get used to especially the first base part you digging balls and stuff is not as easy as it looks and you don't always get the perfect throw but um Going to the outfield, it was more of tracking balls, and there's a lot of footwork into it that we went over every single day, and I could tell you I probably looked stupid the first couple of weeks out there (laughs) trying to figure out which way to turn and turn circles, but I actually enjoyed playing the outfield. So
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. What, um, what, what type of like individual, I mean, you talked a lot about, about practice and doing individual drills and stuff like that. Was there, was there some drills that you did that you thought, man, this really is awesome. has really helped me a ton.
1: Um, I would say what we do is, uh, our circle drills, we throw in a circle. So you go from your different arm angles and learning how to throw to players on the run, Because there's a lot of times, like, if you're a third baseman, throwing the ball to the second baseman on a bunt coverage, like, they're not always going to be on the bag. So you're having to lead to the bag. And it's putting your uh, throw in different arm slots, I think, is a big thing to be good at. And then we do a lot of, like, fundamental things, like just little rollers, just hand-eye coordination stuff, as I think is important.
0: Yeah, for sure. So you mentioned throwing on the run, tagging, things like that. Let me get your thoughts on this. Florida State game and I don't know the names. I'm terrible at names. Florida State game, the play from the outfield, the OSU girl gets tagged sliding into second, hits her in the head. What happens if M- Michaela gets tagged like that?
1: Um actually that was my best friend. Oh, <laughs> was it really? Guy. Yes.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs>
1: so So bring it on. Um I wouldn't be mad because I've actually tagged a girl from Texas Tech like that and okay. did kind of the same thing. I tagged her hard and just walked off like it was no big deal. I mean,
0: this, this chick from <laughs> Florida State walks off like she's Jeter. You know I mean? She just flips the ball. <laughs> doesn't mean anything to her. She's gone, you know. So,
1: But I would definitely be a little salty because that kind of hurts. And that's another thing your people is like, I would be wearing a face mask for that reason right there. And I'm just like, because I didn't wear a face mask either the last two years. Okay. But I knew it hurt. So. Yeah,
0: I mean it looked like it. I mean, even though you're sliding and your body momentum's already taking you that way, I mean you're still taking leather to the face with a ball yeah. in it. So,
1: I mean you so can't that's... be mad either because it's not like you really did it on purpose. It's in the heat of the moment. You're just doing whatever you can to get the out. So,
0: yeah, for sure. So, w- what's the deal with softball girls? Why do we not fight? I mean, baseball guys <laughs> fight. Why? Why? Do, why do softball? I mean, if you do that in a baseball game, that, that that's probably a fight. So, what's up I with the girls? Know. They're just smarter.
1: I mean, we've had our moments where we've almost fought, obviously in a bedlam series, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. I guess we're not. We don't get as mad as easy. I guess. Yeah, I just, a little more laid back. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: think I probably would agree with that. So, not not as much testosterone, I guess, floating around. So that's probably. Yeah, we don't wear our egos on the
1: the as much as I don't think.
0: There you go. So so you get to OSU um, freshman year. Um, little bit of success there for you. I mean, you definitely appeared in a ton of games, but sophomore year is like your breakout year, right? Yeah. So, so talk a little bit about that. I mean, what was, what clicked for you? Was it just the, the additional year? Was it um, just maturity on your part? I mean, what clicked for you that said, you know, I can do this and I'm a, I'm a freaking boss.
1: Um, I think it was our my exit meeting after my freshman year, he kind of set me down because I did play a lot in the fall going in. I mm-hmm. started and, he said that he thought when I went home for Christmas break that something changed, and I didn't think so. I didn't agree with it, and it was one of those just like I'm going to prove myself. And I think being in more games and being more consistent let me be more comfortable and just get out there and play. So, just getting
0: the time, yeah. Yeah. So you know, I talked a little bit about this. I mean, and I I've got some questions coming from my battle girls. So <laughs> we, I, uh, I I coach my daughter's eight U softball team, and 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 that's one of the things that I tell them all the time is reps 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 i mean we're playing in a tournament this coming weekend that we have no chance of winning but we're going to get four games out of it and so that's four games on a saturday that we were never going to get and so reps 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 what it do you agree with that what do you think makes makes you a little bit more successful in that area
1: uh muscle memory and not okay. creating bad habits i think once you do something consistently it just becomes natural and you don't have to try as hard to be better or whatever or a certain like swing or something like that you can't change it every other day like it has to be something that is natural and a muscle memory
0: sure no i agree i mean it's it's the same as shooting a free throw right i mean that's what they say you know shooting a free throw it's hitting a softball is a little bit more complicated i think because of arm angles and pitches and breaking balls and all those things but but i agree uh, the muscle memory is great so so sophomore year breakout year for you do you still hold the record at osu 14 14 home runs sophomore. right
1: Yes.
0: As a sophomore, right? Okay. Yes. So, I got to ask because this is it. Tell me what was going through your mind, top of the ninth, <laughs> Florida State, runner on second, what is going through your mind there?
1: Um. Actually, me and Jeff talked a lot before my last bat that she was going to throw me away, away, away. And I was like, yeah, that's all she's been doing. And that's where most of my power is anyway, is right center field. That's where most of my home runs are at. And I couldn't sit back on it and wait, in which he is one of the best pitchers in the country at the time. She hasn't gave up her home run in like two or three months at that point. And I was like, just put the ball in play, just put the ball in play. And I was fighting. I was like, okay, she throws it away, I'm swinging. And then I was just like, I just let it go. So,
0: well, I mean, and you know, what a great, what a great testament to your skills as a a hitter. No one, knowing the situation knowing that she's going to throw you outside knowing that my strength is going the opposite field because you know we see this in baseball a ton and I think you see it in softball some as well but everybody wants to pull the ball and I yeah. you know I gotta pull it I gotta pull it I gotta pull it I gotta pull it if you try to pull that it's it's a pop-up you know yeah. so having the discipline having the muscle memory to say this is an outside pitch I'm gonna take it and blast it out of here and you did. it <laughs> I mean how how cool was that was that a cool <laughs> moment
1: it was definitely – I think I might have blacked out running around the bases and then going into home plate, so.
0: I mean, I think the only thing that could have made it better is at the bottom of the ninth, right? I mean, that's yeah, the only yeah, thing that okay, makes it yeah. – But, I mean, what a boss. I mean, you stand up there and blast one out of here. She hadn't given up a home run. And, you know, it's, it's – I, I read it's over a 100 at bats or something. You know, I mean, it's just something crazy that she just doesn't give up home runs. And I got one for you, you know. Yeah. I just <laughs> – I love it. I mean, I just love it. Did you did you pimp that? I mean, I, I looked for some videos. And I didn't see it. Did we get a bat flip? Did we get anything out no, of it? No,
1: definitely not. I was more of one of those, like, if anything, I got to get on second if it hits the wall type of thing. So I was running out of the box.
0: Awesome. I love it. Did you know it was out as soon as you hit it or you didn't think it was?
1: When I got towards first base, I knew once I saw it going a little further and I was like, all right. And then I started getting hyped around Let's the bases. go,
0: Yeah. Oh, I love it. Such a cool moment. And I mean, how cool is that? That, you know, on the biggest stage, the biggest moment, I mean, you've got, you've got that memory. So that's, that's yep. awesome. I love it. That's, that's legit. So NIL started a little bit later. Um, did you guys, did you guys have any NIL stuff going on whenever you were still at Stillwater or how did, how did that work?
1: That started like my, I want to say the spring of my last semester. Okay. So there's a couple of girls that got a couple of things. And then obviously Seth Wadley came in right. and did a team thing with us, but it got bigger obviously this past year, Yeah. but there was little things here and there, but it wasn't big enough until obviously after sure. I graduated. So. Yeah.
0: so what types of, what types of perks do you get outside of the NIL? If you're, if you're a D one softball player at OSU, what outside of the meals and, you know, obviously stuff like that, but, What's what's some pretty cool perks that you guys get?
1: Um it's kind of hard to say perks wise because at the time there were so many rules of you couldn't accept gifts and you couldn't do that. And just the same thing, like if I was at dinner with like one of my teammates and somebody walks up and was like, Oh, I want to pay for your dinner, like we couldn't do that. Isn't that so
0: ridiculous? That's so so stinking ridiculous.
1: I mean the NCAA
0: is a is a complete joke i mean it really is and 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 that's one of the reasons why i mean look, let's say you're at your hometown even you're you're at broken bow and and you're eating dinner and here comes you know jim bob scooter who's you know local yeah. legend there and he tries yeah. to buy and he can't do it i mean that's yeah. just that's absurd i mean the ncaa and they're getting i think they're getting worse but i mean yeah. they need to they need to pull their heads out i mean that's that's terrible for a 19 20 year old kid
1: And it's crazy because, like, I got really close with, like, an older guy in Stillwater, like, was like a father figure, anything I needed up there, just because I was obviously four hours away. If I need anything, I was able to call him. Anything from him, like birthdays or Christmas or anything like that, I couldn't accept anything just because he was a tie to OSU.
0: I would have took it under the table. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. I would have been Rep Beaumard. I would have been taking money for not working at the dealership. That that that's my story. I promise you that. I mean that if I'd have been a D one athlete, you'd have read about Benny getting getting busted for taking taking money.
1: So I actually yeah. got a question for you. Uh oh, here we go. So I heard you called a teacher an old crazy bat to her. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> Who told you that story?
1: I can't tell you my secrets. Oh, uh,
0: that is, that's a hundred percent true. So we had this computer teacher and I'm not going to say her name because she's still alive, believe it or not. She was 9,000 years old whenever I was in high school and she's 9,020 now, I guess. But, um, yeah, that was some of the lighter things that we did to her. Um, and, and you know, it was funny. Like I, I say it and then she said, what did you say? And, I, and me being me, I was like, well, why are you crazy like that? And she's like, that's not what you said. Get out of here. And go to the office. So, yeah, that's, you, you don't need to listen to, to a whole lot of stories on me from, from those Allen folks. Um, 99% of them are true and and 99% of them I'm probably not too proud of. So, uh, so yeah, you got to watch. You got to watch what you hear uh, over in Allen, in America. So, what is... Um, what is, what has coaching been like for you? How, how was that?
1: Uh, It's definitely a different side of the game because I've had somebody come up to me after a game and was like, I couldn't tell if you were excited, if you were mad, it seems like he was more intense than the girls were because I'm really competitive. like I'm over there standing. If they take a strike down the middle, I'm like, swing the bat. (laughs) Like that's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I had a good group of girls to start off with. I couldn't ask for a better group of girls. They worked hard and, did everything Mm -hmm. I asked of them, came in and was learning from day one, wasn't scared to ask questions, wasn't scared of anything Mm -hmm. coming in. And I was, which I had the opportunity to coach a lot of them for travel ball during COVID. Mm -hmm. So I knew a few of them from that. So it helped knowing a few of them and obviously coach Slayball and them was there a couple of years before me. They were my coaches in uh, high school. So I had a couple of ties there already. So it helped knowing a few people and a lot of them have helped me get my feet together on underneath me and get going. So,
0: yeah. So you you mentioned COVID, and I'm going to come back to your coaching a little bit. But what was that COVID season like? I mean, you you guys are rolling. I mean, and then spring, all of a sudden, we just we shut everything down. How how heartbreaking was that?
1: It was definitely a hard couple of days. We were actually in Stillwater playing and. Had a couple of seniors that I was really close to and like didn't know if they were gonna get it another year or not. So it was hard, which being a junior, I knew I had another year either way. Right. But it was definitely hard sitting in there not knowing what was gonna happen. Are we about to go play a game or is our season over? Are we even gonna get this year back? It was definitely hard going in because then you also had like the vaccines coming in, like trying to decide if they was gonna make it mandatory or not. Right. And all the mask and stuff, which I have asthma so
0: yeah so that's a pre-existing condition i mean that's something that
1: so the whole mass thing was definitely harder on me than most people because we would have to wear it during workouts we'd have to wear it during practice and everywhere we went even during games there for a while we had to have them on if we were even two feet from somebody or whatever which
0: i mean we could we could spend days talking about that but um so now back to coaching. Sorry, I, just, I, I had to get your thoughts on that because I know um, I know some, you know, good friend of the podcast, uh, he coaches down at Silo and is uh, the boys basketball coach down there, but he's also the assistant girls coach. And at the time, Silo was undefeated. I mean, they are literally in the parking lot at the big house in Oklahoma City when everything closed down. And so it's just, you know, I mean, I, I think about, you know, Kind of back to you know some of my days in, in high school and things and I mean something like that would have just crushed me and being a D one athlete and you know we're we're about to make a run to the World Series we're you know trying to you know get to the Super Region things like that. I mean it just it just seems like it would be almost almost debilitating for for that group of folks.
1: Yeah, I'm glad I'm definitely. In, I was in college because if that would have been my senior year of high school, oh, can you imagine? Yeah, I would. That it was like I wouldn't have gotten my state championship and slow pitch and stuff like that. Like, I would have been devastated.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, back to coaching. You're uh, So, you're coaching now at, at Allen. Now, you talked a little bit about your majors earlier. I didn't hear any education in that. So, where's <laughs> where's the coaching coming from?
1: Um, I actually started a minor in coaching because I thought that was the path I wanted to go down. And then I did special education. Because I honestly wanted to be a part of, like, the Special Olympics organization. Like, that was my yeah. goal eventually. Because um, I did, like, volunteer and do stuff for Special Olympics while I was at OSU. Because, obviously, the mm-hmm. Special Olympics stuff is held in Stillwater. Yep. But I never got to go and work that. Because it was always during either. We had a game series or we were away. And so... And then Coach Slayball and them reached out and was like, the special education spot's open and you could coach softball. And I was like, okay, like I give, I do camps and I do lessons. I was like, maybe this is something I want to do in which I love kids. So I was like, I'll try it, try it for a couple of years. And if I don't like it, I, I have a couple other things in my back pocket that sure. I can go do. So I guess the special education part took more interest than the coaching part at first.
0: Okay. So, so talk a little bit about that. You and I, you and I text a little bit about this. Um, everybody that knows me knows kind of my situation. And, uh, you know, I grew up with a special needs sister. Um, she died tragically in a, in a car accident, but you know, those, those things are, you know, near and dear to my heart, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, just, just learning disabled children or whether it's, you know, Genetic deficiencies, things like that. I mean, those things are something that's that's special to me. So, there's got to be a story there. I mean, how did you how did you develop that that passion?
1: Um, in elementary school, I was in probably kindergarten or first grade. My mom's best friend was a special education teacher in the school, and my mom would help sub and be up there as a para at the time would help with one-on-one kids. And there was a boy in there. His name was Jade. And I thought it was the coolest name because that was my middle name. Like someone had my name. There you go. So at that age, I thought that was the coolest thing. And he was told that he would never walk or do any of that. And going into second grade, he had his cane walking up and down the halls. And it was like the greatest thing I've ever seen. I was like, unbelievable. And I would walk anytime I saw him, I would talk to him. And then ended up, my stepbrother has... A boy and a girl with Down syndrome. A boy and a girl? Yes. Okay. So, which is, that is not common. Super rare. Super
0: rare with siblings, yeah. And that's
1: the only two they have. Wow. So, and I got close to them because I guess, obviously not having somebody that I was with a lot, and then just having her out in public when I would keep her, just seeing how people looked at them, and which going to school and taking classes is like, Disability isn't a part of somebody. That's right. It's just, like they can still do things that that's we can't, right. they can do it a different way. That's and people right. don't ever see that. They can't see past that part. And that's I right. think that's what's more eye opening than anything.
0: Yeah. Hell, I had preach. Come on, sister. <laughs> I love it. No, that's, I mean, and, you know, one of the things that, you know, um that I grew up with, and, and, and you know, Chad Colbert really well. I'm sure you got, you know, you got to meet, meet Adam. You know, Adam's a, mascot at Allen. I mean, Adam is, is he is Mr. Allen. I mean, it's just, and and like you said, I mean, there's so many things that Adam can do that I can't do. And there's so many things that my sister could do that I can't do. And, um, you know, having a heart for that and, and being able to, to appreciate that and being able to, to look at that individual and say, you know, your disability doesn't define you. I mean, I just, I love that from you. Um, one of the things everybody always said about my sister was, um, she, my, so my sister had a rare disease called Soto syndrome. It's super rare in the United States. It's, it's not as rare in the UK, but, but super rare here. And, um, you know, she faced some of the same things as you were talking about. She's, she's never going to, she's never going to get out of diapers. She's never going to walk. She's never going to talk. She crushed every bit of those, you know, and then she, uh, she, she just, she had such a, an aura about her. You know, she, if you talk to my sister, she would get so frustrated because she would talk and people wouldn't understand her because sometimes she talked fast and she would, you know, say some different things, but in in her heart of hearts. And that's how my parents raised her was you are fine. You are going to do what we do. We're not going to exclude you from anything where we go, you go. And my sister thought that she was perfectly normal and everybody else was the ones that were messed up. I mean, she would, (laughs) she would say stuff to us all the time. She like, can you believe this guy? You know? Yeah. You know, Shelby, we get it, you know? So yeah
1: um about adam i actually see him almost every single morning in quick pick
0: yeah absolutely adam adam's (laughs) the greatest i mean he is i mean he just uh you know i grew up um i was in between justin and chad so i don't know if you met chad's older brother justin but you know justin superstar played at osu drafted all those things uh and then chad played at ou but i was kind of sandwiched in between those two so um you know adam Adam is a great, great, great guy. And I just, I I love how the community just embraces him. And you won't find anybody more passionate about Allen sports than than Adam Colbert. I can tell you that. So, yeah. So, so what are, what are we doing outside of, of, so we're teaching special ed, we're coaching. What else do we have going on?
1: Um, I just took the job of coaching a travel ball team with the Epic organization.
0: Okay. So I don't know what that is. Tell me about that.
1: So it's a 16U team. They're out of like the Norman, OKC area. So I'll just on the weekends and like one or two days a week we'll practice with them and take them to showcases and help them get to the next level if they want to awesome. play college. So.
0: And those are all kids from that area, or are they're they're trying out from all over.
1: Uh, they're pro- they're trying out. We have a couple of dates set in July and the first couple of weeks of August. It's basically anybody that wants to come and try out can come and try out.
0: Okay. What And what are those dates? Tell me those dates again, and we're going to get those up.
1: I don't have them on me right now. Well, you
0: can text them. Yeah, text them to me, and, and we'll get those dates. And we'll start kind of spreading okay. the word on that. Uh, to get you guys... I think
1: it's on Facebook. I shared it. I might have shared it, but I'll okay. it.
0: I'll look. I'll look and find out, and we'll we'll go from there. So, talk about your team coming up, right? So, what are you guys doing this summer as far as the Allen girls? What can we look forward to in the fall? Um, who's some standouts you got? I, I know one, and and I, I've got a feeling that this guy probably is the one that told you the story. Uh, you know, Kalem, Kalem Woodward is 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 my best friend since we were in first grade. I mean, they're it's just how we've been. So I know he told you that story because he was sitting right beside me. So uh, so cherish. I know Cherish is a, is a great player. She takes after her mother. She doesn't take after her father. Um, and then uh, you know you got the Prentice girl as well. So talk talk a little bit about what we got coming up for Allen softball.
1: Um, well, we have exactly nine, maybe 10 girls, so we're definitely girls.
0: Come on, them. Allen girls, get out here and play <laughs> some softball.
1: No kidding. Um, so coming off of last year, which we only had 10 girls last year as well, but coming from like two years ago, they only won one game, and then yeah. they were about a little under 50% last year, and then we went to 24 and 12 my first year. That's right. So I think just coming in and working with them and helping them learn their own strengths to know what they're good at and some things they need to work on. Because small ball might be what we take advantage of this year. We have a couple of quick girls that could probably lay down a bunt and beat it out, steal some bases. Won't have as much power as we did last year, so that's something that our girls are going to have to understand, that we all can't hit home runs even though as much as we want to. Sure. But um, learning new positions as well. Going to have to move people around to figure out what our best option is to win a game, so –
0: Yeah. So what you talk about moving people around at, at younger ages, let's say, you know, 10, u 12, u junior high, high school. Do you, do you think that, like you said, you know, you played shortstop and third base because here's the thing in Broken Bow, Oklahoma, you were probably the best player on the field. About any time you stepped on there. So of course you're going to play shortstop. Of course you're going to hit three hole. Of course you're going to do these things. But, but do you think for the younger softball player, do they need to learn to play the outfield? Do they need to learn to play both sides of the infield? Do they need to catch a little? What what do you what do you coach and what do you teach as far as position changes and things like that?
1: Um, when I give lessons to girls, especially at a younger age, I have a couple of girls that are like 9, 10, and 11. I do infield drills and outfield drills. Because if you look at any college roster, a lot of the girls played shortstop or something in high school. Sure. or. You have a few true outfielders, obviously, if you're fast and stuff like that. A lot of people that are very true. Yeah. If you're in the outfield, probably some of them probably played the infield in high school. At the end of the day, it comes down to do you want how bad do you want to be in the lineup? Because you can't walk in and be like, oh, I'm the shortstop. Well, there's probably five or six other people that's played shortstop in high school. So I think it's best for everybody to learn any position and both sides. So. Yeah.
0: No, I like that. I mean, and 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 what does that do to you as a player? I mean, it just makes you more marketable, right? I mean, I can yep. play center field, I can play first, I can play third, I can catch if we need to catch in an emergency, you know. Yeah. So I think I think those are that's that's a great uh great attitude to have. So how do you how do you coach that out of those? You know, you're going to do this travel ball team and they're they're 16 years old. They know way more than you do. Uh, They're smarter than you. They're better than you. Um, Back when you played, you didn't have to face the challenge that they (laughs) played, you know, way back three years ago, you know, whenever (laughs) you were in your prime. But so how do you coach that out of those kids that say, you know, hey, I'm a a shortstop. I'm not a left fielder.
1: Um, I use the story of me playing in Clearwater. We started out when – I wanted to say it was probably 2019 when Sam Shao was there because she was also playing outfield some when she wasn't pitching first base some – And I play. I started in left field in one game, same game. I started in left field, a couple innings, went to right field for a couple innings, Mm -hmm. and also played first base all in one game. So just being able to be utilized in that way to keep yourself in the lineup, because if you come in and you're like, oh, I only play shortstop, well, if he has a combination that he wants to move somebody else to help the lineup and win, and that's the only position you can play, obviously you're going to get booted to the end of the line. But right. if you can play multiple spots, like he moved me around, he moved a couple other girls around just in one game. So that just shows that if you can play multiple positions, they're going to keep you in the lineup.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and and it's, I mean, my daughter, she, she's she's going to come on in just a minute. She's got she's got two riveting questions for you. She can't <laughs> wait to ask them. So uh, she's going to come on in, in just a little bit and and ask. But you know, that's one of the things that I work on with her is, you know, she plays short some, she plays first some, she plays outfield some because. I mean I just I really want her um to be versatile and to be willing to do whatever it takes to help the team because I you know I mean you are you're in the top 1% right I mean you're the top 1% that made it to D1 that was successful in D1 and played in D1 there's not very many of those folks out there there's just not and so learning what it takes learning what it takes to to be a part of the team and then learning you know how do i set my pride aside how do i how do i you know set this down hey i've been batting 3 whole my whole life and now you want to make me bat 7th i mean how do you how do you, how do you balance that how do you coach that
1: uh i think it's just learning how to accept your role and not playing for yourself playing for your team once a kid can learn to play for their team and the person beside them it'll just make them so much better as a person and as a player man that's the, the day this isn't an individual sport just because you might've went three for three and didn't have any errors, but your teammate got out and had a couple of errors. Like it doesn't matter what you did at the end of the day, the team still lost. Right. So nobody's going to look at individuals. It's going to be more of overall. Yeah.
0: And I absolutely. think if you can, you want an individual sport, go run track, I mean, go play <laughs> golf. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I just, I mean, and, and you see it a lot now. And I think, you know, with the NIL and with, you know, other situations, I mean, it just, well, I play here or I don't play or I go somewhere yeah. else. You know, yeah. I mean it's just it's it's tough. So the transfer rule. So that was that was enacted, right? So did you ever consider transferring? Did you ever have those thoughts? Were you gonna leave or do any of those things?
1: Yes and no. Um, more of it came down to my teammates. I love my teammates. I had nothing against them, but it did get challenging not, not wanting to leave to maybe have a better chance of playing somewhere else. But I'm also one of those that I don't quit and I don't give other people the satisfaction to think that they made me quit. Yeah. So it was one of those. And I was like, I'm going to keep proving myself every day, no matter what it takes. So.
0: man, that's awesome. I mean, what a, what, what a story. I mean, I know I've, I've seen some of your, you know, the Choctaw nation stuff that you do and, and work closely with them, but I mean, really and truly, you know, I don't look it obviously, um, but, you know, my great-grandmother was was full-blood Choctaw. I mean, she spoke Choctaw. Sorry. God, I had to jump on
2: for the, uh, get I don't look. out of
0: here. Where have you been? Uh, you know, <laughs> I've been you hiding
2: know. in the back listening.
0: <laughs> so my my grandmother was full-blood Choctaw, and my great-grandmother. And when we went to her house, that's what she spoke in the home. And, and you know, having a lot of those values instilled into you at a, at a young age, I mean, I think that that's, that just speaks to our culture and it speaks to our heritage.
1: Yep. Hey, I'm the same way. I got to prove I have a card 95% of the time.
0: <laughs> oh, you, you're, you're way more chalked tall than I am. I can tell you that. So I tell people, Listen, I don't I'm
2: going to jump in here for a minute. If anybody asks you for a card, they're just wanting to see your ID. They're wanting to see now, Benny, I can see them stopping Benny, literally any checkpoint you have, but I, I don't, I don't see them stopping Michelle. I,
0: t- I tell everybody I don't give blood because if I give blood, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose my, I'm gonna lose my percentage, and I can't afford to do that.
2: Yes, so. you don't. You don't need to be giving blood, bro. Yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, you guys are talking serious things, and I. Good grief, here. And I was uh, looking at Michelle's Twitter, and there's a TikTok at the very beginning. Did you guys already talk about
0: this? Oh, if this is embarrassing, she's putting her hand. She wants to come at me for a, a, a senior level computer class. <laughs> Bring this on, Chatty. Love. Tell me about. Well, this TikTok.
2: I can't. I'm, I'm trying to. Michelle, move your phone back just a little bit for us. <laughs> so, I'm going to need you to recreate this TikTok dance. I see <laughs> we a, got a tiktok out. Dance? We see some dancing. Oh, if I can figure out how, while you guys are talking, can continue on the interview here because I just busted it for <laughs> no reason at all. But I'm going to see if I could drag this in and we can show it to all of our listeners. because oh, well, we, we, right we, we, we got some watchers. I know some people are out there watching this, and I know some people are going to watch it later uh and they definitely need to see michela's moves here she's at the very beginning i mean like it, it's pretty good so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump off again i just want to jump in a minute ago to, to, to and say that benny needs to have his card checked every checkpoint they have
0: <sighs> so i don't get blood so. i hope
1: he don't figure that out
0: oh <laughs> i hope he does we gotta see i mean i'm, I'm telling working. you, you want to come at me over being over some and I, I was a turd i promise you i was 17 years old i was a turd so that's good stuff. Well, I've, so while Chad's working on that, I've got I've got my daughter here. Um, she is she's seven years old. We've watched some videos of you. She is <laughs> enamored with softball right now, and she wants to wear the headphones. So we're going to put the headphones on, and she's gonna she has she got two questions for you. She's gonna ask. So okay, come on, sweetheart.
1: Okay. How do you fix your hair before a game? Actually, someone else fixes my hair for me half the time. But most of the time, I'm the last person to get fixed because I was the one braiding other people's hair. Okay.
0: What's your second question?
1: Do you like hitting or fielding better? Um, I like hitting better because it's more individualized. So, But I also like getting people out, so that's a tough question.
0: You got anything else you want to ask her? All right. Tell her. Thanks.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome.
2: Okay. So I have a question for you real quickly Okay. and I cannot figure out how to get this video off off here. So you are so lucky because <laughs> it is on loop in my background right now. I am watching Shayla dance. Uh, her, it's her and two teammates It's you in the front, right?
1: I don't know which one it is.
2: Oh, I mean, it, I think you know which one it is. It we're we're, we're going to send a wh- link out. We'll, we'll it post the link. I'm, already, I'm retweeting it's... it right now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's a it's a line dance. It looks like... I, here's the deal. I'm a honky. Um, you guys are all in sync together. I don't want to say what you're doing because the words I would use probably aren't the best. <laughs> 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 um.
0: But it's a great video. I
2: just retweeted it for everybody out there. All watching, right, we're gonna right, we're, we're Twitter, gonna blast that. Zero socials are gonna get socials gonna go are gonna everywhere. see that. So great. former head coach at Allen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. She's not going anywhere. I can tell you. <laughs> she's
2: coming to Durant. We're gonna we're gonna recruit her down here to Durant. Oh, no, stay stay uh, away. Stay. No, we just got
1: Broken bow person.
2: Oh, did we? You're holy oh, wait, wait wait wait. You're a broken bow girl. Yeah, I didn't know you're broken. See, I missed that part. I missed that part of the interview. I gotta go back and watch it. Um, so I, I So this is this is, this is a perfect
0: segue. So we the name of this podcast booze balls, bad decisions. So we talk about booze because that's what we do. talk about balls, football, basketball, softball, tennis balls, whatever it is at the time. bad decisions. So oh, I like that. I've got many, many, many <laughs> documented well documented bad decisions, but I've never been arrested, never been in jail so that's that's a plus a girl. So Michela, tell us. <laughs> Give me one bad decision that you made at OSU um, outside of the TikTok dance. We'll, we'll determine if that's a bad decision or not. I, I mean, I'm pretty this, big I'm deal so, on TikTok I'm, myself. I'm pretty so.
2: frustrated I can't get this thing up here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I wasn't really that bad. <laughs> so oh, I was definitely that's... a rule follower, but I did okay. break into a pool and got caught. Oh,
0: okay. Let's hear got story. Got
2: caught. Yeah, it. Yeah, we got to hear on. that
0: story. We got to hear it. Tell us the story.
1: So, my apartment apartment complex is closes at 10. Well, what person doesn't want to go night swimming? Yeah, absolutely. So, of course, I invited friends over, and music was too loud, and here comes security. And, kicked and us this is out. at OSU, right? Okay.
2: <laughs> That's not even that bad of a story. Not, I mean, my yeah. 10-year-old's done worse than that.
1: <laughs> but there was alcohol and everything left involved. All right,
0: well, now platter. we're getting better.
1: So, so did, did
0: you, did you pull the, did you pull the, do you know who I am? Cars? No, you, I jumped the fence and ran and act like I didn't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's good stuff.
2: Okay. So I have a question. You guys may have already talked about this. So if you did just stop me, it's okay. I, I'm, I'm used to being an idiot. So I'm I'm going to ask an Oh, OSU question. Did you guys talk about this much?
0: We haven't yet at all. We haven't touched okay. on Bedlam at all. Hadn't did, touched on,
2: did you grow up an OSU fan? How did that
1: definitely not
0: (laughs) so go ahead go ahead sorry
1: my dad's a diehard OU fan
0: did he put the orange on and come to the games
1: he did but he made sure it all said softball
0: (laughs) I love it that's a good dad that's a good I love it so (laughs) So I'll I'll be honest with you I, I in preparation for this I thought man I need to you know, I I'm mean, I'm we're, we're, me and Chad, AJ, you know, our, our, absentee third stooge. We're all big OU fans. AJ doesn't think that he is, but he is, but he, um, he lived in Stillwater
2: for a long time though. Yeah. So he went to
0: LSU. So we give him a hard time about that. But I'm, I'm thinking, man, I got to, I need to, I need to at least wear some orange. Like, and I looked at my club I have no orange shirt. So, so you get the Ric Flair shirt. I mean, that's, I mean, you got Ric Flair. I mean, you got Cubs for so, me. Yeah. <laughs> Little, Little league Cubs. But, I, but I'm telling you right now, I, and I, I hate the Texas Longhorns with every passion and every ounce of my body. But if any of my kids go to Texas, you're going to see Benny throwing up the hook. I'm, I'm going to be in Burnham. I promise you, I will not. I, my, my kids take, precedent over over a a little bit of an alma mater rooting issue. so
2: so okay so my question was that you didn't grow up an osu fan but you get there obviously you you love it right is yes so for fans and and i grew up an ou fan i always hated texas always disliked osu for fans it's a big deal on the team day to day is bedlam a big deal is it a rivalry like you guys or is it just another game on the schedule
1: it's definitely a big deal. It's going yeah. into that week. He's always he has a sit down talk, and we have a meeting. Treat this like any other week. I know nerves are going to be high, and this and that, but you have to treat it just like another week. So it's obviously unspoken, but kind of spoken of during that week.
2: That's almost so. like backfires on you. Hey guys, this is just another game, but we're going to have yeah. a meeting about it and yeah. tell you next <laughs> <time>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that, that, I don't know if that really works for you there. So um, you guys,
0: I mean, you, you win the Big Twelve championship your senior year, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So I mean, how, on, last how, year how cool you were senior, is that? is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Last year was. Oh,
0: rock yeah. On. So I mean, how cool is that? You win the Big Twelve championship. I mean, OU wins a national championship, but you you still say
2: you <laughs> had to put that in there, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> it's just a subtle
0: kind of needle, you know.
1: Hey, I got the ring to prove it. That's all. Boom. That That's all
2: That's, that I wish you would
0: have wore it. I, I'm telling you, man. It, when I was, you know, when I was a kid, and 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 even you know, somebody, I mean, for even for a state championship. I mean, I probably would have given up a toe or a finger. I mean, I, I seriously, you want to cut my I'd pinky off and give me a – yeah, a lot I would mean, have given up as a kid. Yeah. You don't realize you're going to need it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just – and so, so talk a little bit about OU's going to the SEC. You know, that's going to happen yeah. next year. Obviously, that's a football move. Everyone yeah. knows it's a football move. OU and Texas are going for football. But all the other trickle-down sports that, that, that that's going to affect – I mean, basketball, obviously, baseball, but softball. So – what a what a I mean, there's a very good chance that OU and OSU may not play again for 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 a few years. So what are, what are, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I think it's going to be tough because that's one of the biggest rivalries in any sport, especially football, softball, and I think it also puts a relief as well as if we won't play them into the playoffs. So we're not playing because there was one year okay. we played seven times. We played them three game series, at three game super regionals, and then we played them in the Big Twelve. So, I mean, if we're gonna get stuck playing them in the playoffs, it's like it's kind of hard playing them back to back to back. So it kind of gets goes both ways. So
0: for sure. So so OU punches their ticket today. Um, you know, obviously, um, I, like I said, I didn't get to watch it all. I saw some of the highlights, saw the score, obviously. But um, so who who is your pick? To, to get to the championship series with you OU can say and it. and what do you what do you like to see uh, coming out of that
1: Florida State actually beat Tennessee to go and play them so it's Oh that, I,
0: I, oh, I didn't hit. see that. I missed that.
1: that. Yeah. Okay
0: State. so so it's Florida State OU so give yeah. give us give us a breakdown there.
1: Um I think it's just going to come down to hitting cuz obviously both pitching staff as you could see today OU and Stanford went into 9 innings I mean and then uh, the pitcher from Florida State changed her role for a while to save her arm and she's doing great right now throwing uh Sandercock. I don't know how to pronounce her name. And I should know. I've played her a million times the last couple of years. But um I think you got to be able to put up runs against OU cuz just like today they, it was 2 to 2 for the longest time and once they go through the lineup a couple of times obviously their hitting's going to get a lot better. So it's going to come down to who can score the most runs. At the so- end of the day.
0: So let me ask you that too. And, and so are you picking OU to win or Are you picking Florida state? Or are you picking?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. We'll come back. To that. So, so you talked about going through the lineup. And again, I'm up until about two years ago, I, I didn't know a softball from a tennis ball outside of the size. I mean, that's, I didn't, I didn't grow up with softball. I, I didn't have any, you know, my daughter started getting into it. And so of course me being a, a dad, I'm going to get into it too, but um, you talked about, and you mentioned this, and I think it's funny because they mention it every softball game I've ever watched is, well, this is the second time through the lineup. This is the third time through the lineup. How much does that affect you as a hitter whenever it's, okay, I I know everything about this pitcher. I know where she yeah. likes to throw, but today, this game, this is my second time to face her. How much did that give you a chance of improvement to hit
1: it? Um, I think just being able to see and get my timing down. Being able to get my timing okay. down for her windup really helps. Uh, also knowing what's coming and paying attention to other people's at-bats. Like, what is she using to get this person out? What is she throwing to right-handed batters? What is she throwing to left-handed batters? Um, and just getting a sequence uh, down. What is she throwing in an 0-2 count? What is she throwing mm-hmm. when she's behind? What Man. side of the plate is she throwing more to? So
0: Such a mental game. I mean, yeah. it is such a mental game. Mm-hmm. So, did I mean, obviously, I mean, I grew up, you know, coached high school football for a little bit but do you guys watch film on pitchers do you just understand tendencies what do you guys get as in terms of you know and obviously you're probably and maybe you are i mean you can shed some light on this but a regular season game you're probably not digging into it as much as you are in the big 12 championship you know regional super regional world series things like that so how does how does that work for you as a hitter
1: um everything nowadays is you can't hide anything because a couple of years ago it was here's one film for this but there's so much stuff now that you could go in and click what did she throw in O2 count and it'll pull up every single pitch from that whole year that's awesome and stuff like that what does she throw to right handers in this count what is her percentage of first pitch strikes so it's like crazy how far they can break everything down to now like you can break it down to every single pitch every single count every single out so it's crazy what all they can find and break down and give to each batter.
0: So was that you? Are you a are you a data and, and analytics player, or are you just a, I'm going to go out there and beat you player?
1: I like to react because the more I get Both. in the box, and I'm like, okay, on this one-two count, she's been throwing this, and then she's going to throw me a rise ball. Or she throws a change up at this count, and then she's going to blow a fastball by me. So I like to like know what she has or what she can throw, but at the end of the day, I'd rather just get up there and react with my own eyes.
0: Yeah. I like that. Me too. Just just fly by the seat of your pants. Have a general idea of what she's going to throw or when she's going to throw it, but otherwise, just get up there and blast it. I love it.
2: I'm going to tell you what, Benny. By the way, I, this off the subject. You are two for two on guests. I could sit here and listen to her talk yeah. all day. Oh, me
0: too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, like, it's yeah.
2: fantastic. Yeah. no that's, Michelle, you're you're definitely going to have to come back on.
0: Yeah, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. For so, sure. I want to get back to the World Series. So, you got Florida State. So, and and again. Take take this as and, and the majority of the people that listen to us they don't know jack about softball either. So how impressive is OU's win streak? And then give us a pick. Give us a pick for the World Series.
1: Um, definitely hard. I mean, that is a crazy to have that many games. I mean, obviously it's a record now fifty one today. It's hard to because at that point you're playing with a target on your back. Like everybody, oh, absolutely wants,
0: everybody, everybody. Wants, everybody wants you're getting the absolute yes. best from everybody.
1: Yeah. Yes. And, um, I think it's very impressive as much as I do not like them, (laughs) but at the end of the day, you got to give it to them. I mean, they put the work in, they, I mean, they're talented. You can't take that away from them, but, and which I am, I know a couple of them, I've played against a couple of them for a couple of years, but at the end of the day, I respect them and you can't take away anything that they've done. But I just think they're so used to playing on that stage in which... I look at it the same way as we play a lot of games on that field and they play a lot of games on that field. I just, I have a feeling that OU is probably going to win it again.
0: So there, there's a lot of national hype right now. There's a lot of, uh, there's a couple of Tennessee bloggers, a couple of Florida state, you know, morons out there that, that are lobbying to get the world series moved because they say it's such a home field advantage for OU and OSU. Do you agree with that?
1: I actually had that conversation today. Um, I do agree because at the end of the day, like, we play Big 12 on it. And, obviously, it is a different atmosphere. But I look at it as I want to travel as well. I want to be able to travel somewhere and go and play and say, oh, I made it there. Because I'm also from Oklahoma. I played high school there. So, I've been playing there for years. You've been playing on that field forever then. Yeah.
2: Wow. See, I didn't realize they played so much there.
1: Yes. So, and then also OU started hosting like a tournament there as well. So, not only do they get those games there, they get the Big 12 Championship there and then also the World Series there.
0: Yeah. So. Well, and, you know, I mean, I think that whenever, you know, if you look back on it historically, whenever Oklahoma City put that bid in, I think that it was scheduled to be like a destination like Omaha, right? I mean, you say Omaha – you know, college baseball world yep. series, say Oklahoma city, you know, so yep. and I think that that's kind of what that, but you don't see Nebraska winning every single national championship or two out of the last four, or, yep. you know, about to three Pete again. So, I mean, I don't know that. Well, let me ask you, I mean, you you obviously know. So does the home field, did that make a difference today in the OU Stanford game? Did that make a difference?
1: I don't think so. I just think it comes down to, the pitching and you can't take away from TRA being good at the in that position. I mean, she's one of the best players in the nation like
0: and she gets fired up too. Yeah, I mean, I she is such an emotional player. Yes. I mean, she is fired up.
1: Yeah. yeah. And she was due cuz the St- uh Stanford pitcher struck her out four of the five previous times like she was due and in her after game interview. she was like I just keep swinging, keep swinging like that's what I had to do and which she did. She won it for him,
0: so. Yeah. So, let me ask you this. Um, I'm Again, we're talking about, you know, Benny being a softball fan for the last probably two years. But, you know, Montana Fouts, uh, you know, pitcher at Alabama, has had a great career. Um, I don't know if you saw the video or not. It's been going around Instagram and Twitter about her kind of thank you to the game, um, which was just amazing. You know, I mean, she talked about – you know, all the things we've talked about today and, and, and things that you've said about being, you know, this is a team. This is, you know, you know, my relationship with Christ and my relationship with my talent, you know, those things come prayer mount. This team is a family for me. Talk about your last game and and how did what were your emotions there and 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 what were your thoughts? Kind of as you reflected on that.
1: So my senior year, I really didn't play that much. Right. Um, Definitely probably one of the hardest seasons, not even from the softball perspective. I uh, had a rough start to my senior year, actually. I lost both of my grandparents within three days to COVID. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. So that's how wow. I started. We were in Arizona at Arizona State, and I caught a flight in mid-game to come back for a funeral. And what's bad is I just got a hit and got on base. And <laughs> we went oh, to wow. And I had to run off the field and change in the park. Oh, man. But um, well, I,
0: So... I don't want to bring up, you know, and this is through, this is not something you want to talk about. Just tell me. But how does that happen? I mean, you get a base hit and then you come to the dugout. Who tells you that?
1: Um, well, we had it scheduled. So I came home for my grandma's uh, visitation and stuff. And then I drove back to Stillwater. And her funeral was that Wednesday morning that we flew out in practice. And my coach called me because I knew my mom wasn't going to call my coach unless it was time for my grandpa to pass away. Man. And so we were in the middle of practice, and I was actually shagging, dancing, doing cartwheels in the outfield. To <laughs>
2: there we go. A little TikTok Probably video. on TikTok. <laughs> all right. All Probably
1: right. Probably was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my coach hollers at me, and I knew that that's what it was. And I like threw my man. glove.
2: Oh, man.
1: That was the last phone call that I had with my grandpa. So, man. And then, obviously, of course, my mom and my dad are both like, you know they would want you to stay there and play, that they're going to be watching over you and this, this, and that. And Like, my team was there more than anything. Like, I couldn't ask for a better group of girls to be there with. But I got through the first game, I think, or first practice pregame that morning, and I was like, Mom, I have to come home. Like, this is too much. Yeah. And then I made it through the first night, and then I was like, I got to fly out. And then we had a game that morning and then my flight was that afternoon. And I was like, I'll play as much as I can. But then I had to leave leave mid-game. Our AD was in there, like, she has to go she's gonna miss her flight. And I was like, No, let me finish this inning. <laughs> He's like, No, you have to go now. We get, get this bad in. We get this <laughs> bad in. Yeah.
0: Well, and and I'm gonna tell you, um, and and this took me a long time to 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 learn, and and I think being a father probably helped me learn this a little bit, but um, you know, there are moments in, in this life that, that transcend sports. They transcend, you know, softball, they transcend your family there. Um, yep. I'm telling you when my, when my, grandmother and grandpa passed away, you couldn't have, you couldn't have kept me away from there with anything. And I know they would have wanted me to play. And I know that, you know, they would have loved to have seen me play and things like that. But I mean, it just, I think what a testament to you as, as a granddaughter, and and as a as a daughter and as a human being, that you know this is the this is my senior year. This is the biggest stage of my life, um, and and I, and I, I'm going to pass on that and go go be with my family. I mean, I just gosh, that's that's good stuff right there. I mean that that speaks to you as a person.
1: And I think that's like a lot of people don't see that side. Is there? It's always oh, you got to play there. Like that's that's a privilege and this and that. But they don't always see what we give up. That's right. So. For five years, I came home like once or twice in the summer and then like once for Christmas break. Like, we don't get really get a fall break. We don't get a spring break. We don't. Yeah, because you're
0: practicing, you're working out. Yeah.
1: And then as soon as the World Series is, when we make it to the World Series, we get like a week off and then it's back into voluntary and optional workouts but if you want to play and be in the lineup yeah, obviously get, it's not voluntary every single day that's,
0: yeah that's not voluntary so, at all and no, you no. miss
1: you miss all the birthdays i miss my sisters i mean my sister had the same birthday five years apart and we're our oh how cool is that i missed her graduation and she doesn't let me live it down oh so, <laughs> so. you really don't think about
2: <laughs> the stuff you guys miss yeah and
1: so like i miss that i miss birthdays and like i think me and my sister when I went to college, that was the first year we didn't spend birthdays together. So
0: And and, I mean, it just, it's, it's, it's an awesome testament. I mean, I, I, and I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll argue this with anybody. I mean, you, what you, the decisions that you made, I mean, you would make them again in a heartbeat. And, and I think the majority of people would. So, uh, I mean, kudos to you. I mean, I think, I think, like I said, I mean, that's a, that's a big time decision, but it, but it really wasn't for you. Was it? I mean, it was, I'm yeah. going to be there. Yeah.
1: It, he did give me the option and he, he told me, he was like, whatever you need, just let me know. And of course, at first I was like, okay, my parents are right. Like I need to be here. But the longer I sat in that hotel room by myself, by yourself. It was,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: it's time to go home.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. Well, we're getting, I mean, we're, we're about out of time. Um, I, got,
2: I got one more question. This is your first year's head coach, right? Yes. So you just wrapped up your first season playing versus coaching. Which one do you prefer? Like wh- right now, which one would you pick playing or coaching? I mean, I would pick coaching all day long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, probably playing. Cause okay. it is hard to make the lineup. It is hard to put people like they deserve to play, but this person's a little bit better. How do you put the batters in the lineup? to get hits there and stuff like that and win a game. So it's definitely more difficult to put a, a lineup together and win. If you're playing, it's not as, like, stressful. You don't have to be in control of all of that.
2: Okay, so I wouldn't have expected that answer of the playing is less stressful. I guess you just go out and take care of you. You don't have to worry about everybody else. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I get it. So this is your first year there. I can't, I had another question for you, but I can't remember. I, I saw Benny shaking his head. and It made me lose my train of thought. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to
0: follow up on that. So, okay, go ahead so as as a coach i mean obviously the game came pretty easy to you i mean you're yeah. you play division one that's that's pretty easy coming to you now granted there's work that goes involved in that and we talked about that but how frustrating it is it for you whenever you coach a player and you tell a player something and you're like good lord give me a freaking glove and I can go out there and make <laughs> this play right now you know how, how frustrating is that
1: if there's definitely times when you explain something and then two seconds later they explain it exactly how you just said it back to you and be like and don't do it, right. you do it right and I'm like I just said that you could have just said <laughs> yes and went on but I yeah. definitely have learned to have patience I think that's probably one of my best things that I've learned is to have patience that I can't expect them to play how I can play so
0: yeah no that's great and and I'm telling you I can't um you know this I, I could go on for hours. So I mean, we could sit here and I could listen to you talk and tell stories for, for hours. Sure. But but you got to um, save it because
2: you're coming back before the start of the next year, right? That's
0: right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna get you back on. We're gonna we're gonna break. When does down. your
2: softball season start? When is it, well, I don't
0: know when. So, I don't know when that is. is uh, Decemberish.
1: First week of August.
0: Oh, yeah. Good. Great. Yeah. It's spring. You guys you guys start actually before school starts, right?
1: I thought I it was spring.
0: So, okay. How about Please softball. Slow season? Pitch.
2: Oh, you Not got out. slow pitch and then fast pitch. Yeah.
0: Fast pitch
2: okay. in the fall, slow pitch in spring. Yeah. Okay. Is that right? Fast pitch yep. in the fall, slow yep. pitch in the spring. Okay. So you're going to sure. come on and you're going to do a fast pitch preview for the Allen. What are y'all? The Allen what?
0: Mustangs. Mustangs. Come Dude, on, how, would <laughs> how would I know come that? How would
2: I know that? All right. I, so we're going to get mean, a preview of the local Allen Mustangs. yep. And then we'll come on again to give a preview for the Allen Mustangs in the spring. Yep. And at that point, we can start talking about the season of NCAA, right? Because that's when that's going on. Kind of we're right in the meat of that. Pot- okay. get it,
0: we'll get it mapped out.
2: So, I mean, she, we're about to have some regular guests on here. AJ may yeah. never come back. AJ nah, can we don't stay. Need
0: him. We don't need him. He can stay I, in the Dominican. I, 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 hear, I hear that he's, you know, talking to he, his ancestors and doing oh, some things out he's there. He's not going remember in, this trip. In Puerto Rico. So, that's that's good for him. Did you see his post
2: today on Facebook? Surround yourself with people that love you and that you love. And I was like, that's not even AJ. I don't know who put that on there. That (laughs) That doesn't sound like AJ at all. Somebody took his
0: phone. (laughs) His wife
2: or his daughter took his phone. Yeah.
0: All right. I got one final question, and 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 we'll let you go. I know we've taken up a ton of your time already, but we appreciate it. But so uh, my 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 one of my favorite softball girls, Reese Trimmer. She is the greatest. She's the greatest personality. She plays plays pitcher for us. Leads off for Coach Pitch. So. She had a question. Uh, she recorded it. I don't know if you can see it. She recorded it on her trampoline. So I'm gonna (laughs) give you I'm gonna give you a little Reese trimmer and you can you can answer that. So here we go. How are
1: you such a good softball player?
0: Did you hear that? Let me play. It was the
1: first part. How are you such a good softball player?
0: How are you such a good softball player?
1: It definitely takes time. And learning how to not want to be with, like, I guess in high school, when I say I literally went from home to school, to the softball field, to church, back to the softball field and home, um, it definitely, it, you got to sacrifice going with friends and stuff like that, putting in the extra work, because of course, everybody wants to have their group of friends and go and hang out and stuff like that, but. At the end of the day, if you wanna be good and be the best and play at the next level, you gotta sacrifice time for yourself to get better. So
0: That's right. Great advice. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm throwing out the invite. Um Oklahoma battle, um, next Sunday on the eleventh. We're having our team party. You wanna come? I'm cooking, you come, hang out with the girls. Are you talking to me or to her? I'm not talking to you, so but no, Michelle I like to eat. Thank you so much. I mean yes, this has thank been you this so has been awesome. I that. mean we're we're just just you know three guys that love to talk about sports and 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 love to talk about you know local folks especially and and some of the things that that you're doing is just phenomenal. Um you know can't say much I uh, can't say enough about your you know D1 career and then now you know you're breaking out into coaching doing high school doing your travel ball stuff. I mean I'm just uh, I'm excited to see what the future holds for you and, and uh, just super appreciative uh, of you coming on and being with us.
1: Thank you.
2: Yeah. So now is the time for you to tell everybody where to follow you, by the way.
0: Yep. Give us, give us your
1: ads. Give us tell all us the, the social. To, tell us tell where, us to
2: where,
0: to us
1: where to to, uh Twitter is Shada S H A E D A 11. I think my Instagram is Shada rich underscore two. I'm what, not giving my TikTok. What's
2: that TikTok? Girl? <laughs> oh, she's so not gonna TikTok? give a
1: TikTok.
2: <laughs> it's, it's okay if you uh, we'll find if you, it. Don't no if worry. If check we'll out my Twitter it. at chatter 610 I shared her TikTok video, and in the very bottom corner, it shows where to find her at. So she's gonna gain a couple followers today.
0: There we go.
1: My TikTok is Bow B O W W three
2: two. Oh, see, she. We didn't even have to like. We didn't have to send it. super sluice out there. We got it. It was great. It was quite funny. <laughs> well, Michela, thank, thank you so, so much. much
0: we're gonna have you on again uh kenley wants to come on and wave bye to you so she's been listening so she's excited Um uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on we're gonna get you on again we'll talk some more softball in the fall it's uh, kind of preview your season and stuff like that so
1: all right thank you have
2: a good all evening right. thank you have a good night bye. man that's a great show dude
0: chatty man you
2: kidding I, me I, so what's funny is i missed a ton of it I missed about 35 minutes of it and I cannot wait. I'm going to load this up tonight Get it so loaded. I can listen to it tomorrow. I am yeah. so excited to hear everything she talked about. I think yeah. it, it sounded like it was a great time and and yep. she has a natural uh, charisma and it just, you could just listen to her talk all day. A lot yep. like Dan Cody was that night. You could yep. just listen to her talk. So yep. it's a lot of fun. Right? I'm excited. I mean, just
0: to, and, and I'm telling you, man, I don't, uh, we've never met. I mean, I've never met her in person. I got hook, hooked up with her through, like I said, a high school friend of mine and, um, I mean, you. Everybody that you talk to that knows her, she is a phenomenal human being. I mean, not just a phenomenal softball player, not just a good coach, great human being. And and that's I awesome. think that that's what it takes to to coach kids and 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 to be passionate about what you do. So, um, just just super happy that she came on. I think this was great. So looking forward to it again.
2: So tell, okay, Allen Mustangs. They start in the fall. So if they're around this area, we'll definitely come out and watch them. We'll have to have a uh, a road trip out to go see them play. Oh yeah, yeah, we uh, can do
0: that for sure. Are they pretty salty? I, I mean, are they pretty good? Or the, the, yeah. I mean, she was talking about that. You know, two years I'm, ago they I won one part. game. She yeah. two years ago they won one game. You know, she went 24, 28, and 12, something like that. She'd say. Oh so, um, her first year. Her first year, yeah. Are you kidding Wow. Me? So the the freshman class there at Allen and 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 I talked about um, Cherish Woodward. Uh there's a there's a Prentice girl. I think her first name's Kennedy, Kennedy Prentice, I think maybe. Um, but their local families, you know, been and Allen forever. Calum is Cherish's dad. He's he's a great friend of mine. We've been best friends since we were in first grade. Um, so their freshman class, those were those were freshman girls this year. They're going to be sophomores. I mean, I, I think she's going to get them get them rolling pretty quickly. So that's awesome, uh, man. It, yeah, I mean, it's just great. I mean, just great for her. And you can tell by the way that she just presents herself, and by the way that she talks and does that. I mean, she's a motivator. I mean, gosh, she motivated me. I mean, I don't yeah. know, I don't know what I can. I don't know what I have to offer left in the tank but um, we'll see so
2: that's awesome all right so we're going to bounce out of here all hour and right, 15 guys. minutes we did a pretty good job
0: good job um, absolutely
2: next week we'll get AJ we'll get... back next week what uh, are we we'll talking break down
0: break down some bad decisions that AJ made while he was in uh, the Dominican if we can if we can get into that I hear there's some video evidence out there so we'll we'll get into that and then uh, we're going to have mini camps firing up soon OTA's okay, already started so Yep. Football. Uh, talk NBA finals. Uh, I'm still on the Nuggets. You know the Nuggets are, are tied it's it a up one-one. Uh, right? Heat tied it up one-one last night. I still like the Nuggets in five. Uh, still like the the Golden Knights in six. They looked really good, good. the other night. So Benny, want to give me a out? Was, yeah, yeah. Just it's Benny. Just just follow me. Just 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 find me. <laughs> you can find Benjamin me. Lewis
2: ten on Twitter. I'm Chad Guys, we will see y'all next week.
0: All right, Chaddy, see see, buddy. See you guys.